NFL draft, and we're still talking about what the Colts are going to do. They don't have a first-round pick, so the action is unlikely to start until Friday. Are they more likely to trade up or trade down? We'll talk about that in the formula that makes each make sense. Parker Stewart, he's going home. We knew he was leaving Indiana. What's Indiana look like post-Parker Stewart uh, and, and post-Michael Durr, post-Rob Fennessy, Christian Lander? How have they been replaced, and why is Indiana being so lauded for improvement given all that they've lost? Also, Kyrie Irving. Man, Kyrie Irving, how do you overcome Kyrie Irving? The answer is you don't overcome Kyrie Irving. You try to survive Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving absolutely killed the Brooklyn Nets and their chances to win in the playoffs. I told national media this. Long before it happened, they don't listen. Why don't they listen? This is Breakfast with Kent for Tuesday, April 26, 2022. Brought to you by the great people at Johnson's Plumbing. Johnson's Plumbing, they are awesome. They do do the plumbing that they do do so well. Give them a call, 765-610-8809. They've been here three times. They've done great work all three times. I only endorse what I absolutely believe in. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the like button. Ring the bell. Let's go. Let's talk about sports. If you have a comment or a question, donate. If you donate, I see it right away, and I will answer your question instantly. Let's go. All right, the Colts. Here's the formula for trading up and trading back. There are point values assigned to each of the selections in the draft. You combine the point values, and you determine where that where the return uh, lands. So, for instance, if you're at 42 as the Colts are, 42 and 73, how far can you move up if you combine those two picks? If you combine those two picks, you can move up because the 42 pick is worth 480 points. If you combine 42 and 73 you can move up as far as 26. Is that worth it? Not given the way that Chris Ballard looks at things. The way he looks at things is that from 20 to 40, you get basically equivalent value. So why combine 73 with 42 to come up with 26? It doesn't make sense. That's why the Colts are not going to trade up, unless they trade up a little bit. Because if you combine 42 with 122, you can move up to 37. So if there's a guy, if, if let's say, and this is a preposterous example, I know Chris Olave is not going to last until 37. But if Chris Olave somehow is passed on by a bunch of teams and he's at 37 and the Colts absolutely covered him in the same way that they did Jonathan Taylor two years ago, you move up from 42 to 37 by combining 42 with 122. That's the way this works. Now, if you want to trade back, you can do that too. Uh, trading back is um, like if you want to move back to 48, you would pick up 117. If you trade 42, trade back to 48, you get 117 along with it. If you want to trade back to, I know this gets a little bit complicated, but if you go back from uh, 42 to 54, then you get a third rounder toward the end of the third at 95, but you get a third rounder. The Colts are much more likely to trade back than they are to trade up.
That's just the way it is. Trading up is problematic in that you've got to give up another valuable piece in order to move up just a little bit. And the highest you can go is number 26. If you could go from 42 to, let's say, 20, and then you put a lave kind of in the equation, trading up, not a bad idea. Colts are not going to, I don't think they're going to trade up unless it is just a couple of picks. Trading back is more likely. Chris Ballard said it before. He's going to say it again. He loves them picks. Um, 49ers GM John Lynch says that he cannot, I'll get this exactly right, we can't envision a scenario where we would trade him. Talking about Debo Samuel. Of course, because Debo Samuel is more valuable to the San Francisco 49ers than he is to anybody else, in particular the Indianapolis Colts, who've already got kind of their own guy. In, 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 in comparing Naheem Hines and Jonathan Taylor with Debo Samuel is kind of a fool's errand, obviously. Debo Samuel, a guy who caught passes for 1,400 yards, you know what? He is a dynamic player of unique talent. There's no question about that. But the Colts have already got the back. You don't need a wide back if you've already got two backs that you feel really good about. And the Colts have that, Naheem Hines and Jonathan Taylor, not necessarily, obviously, in that order. Debo Samuel would be a nice piece for the Colts, but they're not going to trade for Debo Samuel. Uh, the 49ers are going to figure that out. If you're the 49ers and you were three points away from the Super Bowl, you are not going to trade the guy who offensively is most responsible for you being three points away from the Super Bowl. You're just not. That's not going to happen. Terry McLaurin? That's a little bit different. John Lynch is a really good general manager. Washington, they got some issues. They are prone to making wobbly decisions. And that's about as nicely as I can put it. So uh, trading a guy like Terry McLaurin, that could happen. The Colts could find a way to, to pry Terry McLaurin loose in a way that they're not going to be able to with Debo Samuel. Number one, because Terry McLaurin isn't the kind of dynamic player Debo Samuel is. So uh, that's easy enough to figure. Indiana, we found out yesterday that Parker Stewart is going to move on, but he's going to move back. He's going back to uh, UT Martin, which is where he came from. That's where he transferred from to go to Indiana. Uh, Parker Stewart played for his father at UT Martin. His father tragically and suddenly passed away while coach at UT Martin. Parker Stewart left UT Martin to come to Indiana, took some time to mourn the loss of his dad, played last year, led Indiana in three-point shooting. Now he's going back to UT Martin, and he tweeted, Mama, I'm coming home. Good for Parker Stewart. You know what? I don't think this is necessarily a relitigation of his dad's death, but it's a chance for him to uh, kind of deal again with that loss and, and good for him. So the Hoosiers have lost Parker Stewart, uh, Michael Durr, Rob Fennessy, Christian Land. Those four guys transferring out. What you've picked up, uh, and how many of those guys, uh, two were transfers in, in Parker Stewart, right, and Michael Durr, they're transferring back. That's what, you know what, transfers tend to transfer. That's just the way it is. Guys who think the grass is greener, they don't stop thinking that the grass is greener. 
they continue to pursue green grass, and that's what these transfers have done. And then you've got Christian Lander, who clearly uh, was not a guy who is in the plans for Mike Woodson and the Indiana Hoosiers. And then Rob Finnessy wants to go out and play his fifth year of college basketball someplace else, and he can't blame him for that. But Indiana picks up four good high school recruits. Malik Renault, I love Malik Renault. Not only because he can play, but because of the way he talks about winning. Like he covets winning. He is the exact opposite of Nigel Pack. Nigel Pack transferring from Kansas State, not to Purdue, but to Miami, talking about how Jim Laranaga is going to give him the freedom to play his kind of basketball. Okay, great. What, uh, what Malik is talking about, I want to win. I want to win the Big Ten. I want to win banners. He sounds like a killer, and I love killers. Jalen hood Shafina, high school teammate of Malik Renault, two-time national champions. They've won the national championship the last two years. Nice. I like uh, Jalen hood Shafino a lot. Malik is 6'8". hood Shafino is 6'5". Hood Shafino kind of plugs in at the wing, at least as a depth piece. Renault, a depth piece down low. Really good front court for the Hoosiers. And then you've got two guys in Caleb Banks, another 6'8 kid, and uh, C.J. Gunn, who's 6'5-ish, 6'6". He claims to be 6'7". I don't believe that. Guys are always going to inflate their height by at least an inch and a half. But he can shoot, and that's a good thing. Member of Jack Kiefer's last team at uh, Lawrence North, Indiana is going to be better than it was last year. Indiana improves. The guys they lost being replaced by high school guys who are going to bring cultural excellence to Bloomington. That's what I believe. I think Malik Renault walks into that locker room and asserts some leadership in a similar way. If you're watching Winning Time about the Lakers on HBO, I think he's going to be that kind of Magic Johnson guy who maybe pulls Trace Jackson Davis aside and says, look, man, you got to lead somebody here. Let's go. He's going to change things in Bloomington. Malik Renault is. I hope. This is what we do in April. We hope for things. We live in hope in April. And, and, and I don't apologize for that. That's fine. It, it's good. In November, December, January, February, and especially March, sometimes uh, we are in despair. This is when faced with the reality of a team that cannot figure out a way to win, we become desperate. But in April, we become hopeful. Isn't that nice? It's nice the way that works. The Nets were swept by the Celtics. I told Scott Farrell. I was on Scott Farrell's show, I don't know, a month and a half, two months ago. And he said, what do you think, Kent, about Kyrie Irving coming back to the Nets? And I said, he's going to destroy them. That's what he's going to do. They are not going to be a better team because Kyrie Irving is coming back. James Harden and Kyrie, Kyrie cannot coexist on the floor. And that team is going to self-immolate because of Kyrie's return. Ah, oh, you're crazy. I can't believe you're saying these things. That's what Pharrell said to me. Called me crazy. How crazy am I? Not so crazy. James Harden is now with the 76ers, and the Nets are done for the season. I stand by what I said. It is, it, basketball is not just about aggregating talent. You don't just stack chips on a table. 
the chips have to fit together. And those chips don't fit in Brooklyn. Utah absolutely pummeled by Dallas last night, 102-77. How about this? Mike Conley, Donovan Mitchell, and Boyan Bogdanovich. We remember Boyan. We like Boyan. They were a combined 0 for 15 from beyond the arc. That's a great way to score only 77 points in a postseason game. The Jazz totally are total 3 of 30 makes from beyond the arc. So the uh, Mavericks, they're up 3-2 in this series. I think they win the series in six. Going back to, uh, I, I, I think they're going to win this, right? They win this thing. Celtics look good. Celtics and Bucks would be a hell of a series. That's going to be a lot of fun, assuming that the Bucks uh, take care of their business. Let's celebrate some birthdays, shall we, on this utterly, uh, well, I don't know what it is. I haven't been outside yet, so we don't. I was going to say gorgeous, and that's because we live in hope. Like I said, on April 26th, it's all about hope for better weather, better basketball, better football, all those things. Matt Corral, uh, Corral is living in hope. The Ole Miss quarterback, he has been invited to, and he will attend the NFL draft. I don't know if he's going on Thursday night. He may not go in the first round. That is always incredibly sad. If I weren't utterly certain that I was going to be drafted in the first round, I would never show up to this thing. You don't want to go home without an employer on Thursday night if you show up in Vegas for the draft. You don't want to end Thursday night untethered because you look ridiculous. Matt, I hope for the best because, like I said, April's about hope. Uh, Emma Raffanello celebrating a birthday. Happy birthday to Emma. Taylor Ware, Indiana graduate, an alum of Indiana basketball. Happy birthday, Bill Walsh. Not the basketball or the football coach. But another Bill Walsh celebrating a birthday, the great Bradford Bruns celebrating a birthday, the great Chuck Flynn celebrating a birthday, uh, Gregory Dugan, happy birthday, Diana Plummer Crombie, happy birthday, Kurt Kraft, Jeremy Ciano, and the great J.R. Moore, happy birthday, and Diana Plummer, she's also great, let's face it, if today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell, if it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else, that is best done with an honest and specific compliment, lift each other up. Don't tear each other down. I almost tripped and fell. Hey, you know what? You want to give somebody the gift of a lifetime? It's Oops. You can go to Amazon.com, buy you a copy of Oops. Buy them for all your friends, for God's sake. Order them in bulk. Order them by the box. The crate load. They're just waiting for you to read. The, uh, it's the art of learning from mistakes and adventures. I wrote it. 37 separate mistakes that I made that I learned from. And so that's a happy ending, right? We'll talk later today. Inside Indiana Sports Now. Cannot wait.